on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, dust a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Frisella And this is the show for the realists, say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys Today, we have Andy and DJ and Amir Odom Cruise the motherfucking internet That's right we got uh, my good buddy, Amir Odom, in the house. Uh, awesome dude, content creator, free thinker. Uh, we've met, you know, I don't know, a couple years ago on, yeah. on the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, he puts out some of the best content of what's going on. It's not right or left. It's just his thoughts on uh, and his unique perspective in life. And, and I think he has a lot to offer you guys. So welcome to the show, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Big fan of the show and I'm excited to get into everything today. Yeah, dude. Uh, so you're in Nashville now? Yeah. How's Nashville? I love Nashville. Man, I it's like the Nashville best. Too. I've lived in various cities, but Nashville is like prime time. Like yeah. that. The culture. I feel like it's always a split. People either like love Nashville mm-hmm. or they're like, uh. People that don't drink don't like Nashville. Got it. Yeah. Like if they don't drink, like Tommy doesn't drink. So right, right, He doesn't right. like it that much. Like he likes Nashville, but like there's not, you know. <laughs> it's not a Nashville's state. a lot like St. Louis, bro. Yeah. Like it's a fucking drinking town. Yeah, like yeah. you go. There's so much to do. Yeah, there's so much to do. Nashville. That's why I like it so a lot much. of Austin, Texas. There was a meme, and it was like Nashville's white people's Atlanta. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's it's. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. awesome. You you, uh, you you getting down with the country music now? Or Oof. What? No, no, not no, really. Not really. Bro, I, the one thing I like about Nashville, this might be true. What you said about white people, <laughs> <stuff, laughs> because like, bro, what I appreciate about Nashville. Is like you can wake up and at 10 30 in the morning walk down on Broadway and oh, yeah. literally see what will be the next superstar of country music playing five feet from you. Hmm. And it's yeah. the best live music city I've ever been to. By There's a lot, lot of that. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of live music, but that's now popping up more just regular clubs, like just with rap music yeah. or EDM. So it's growing fast. Hmm. Like it, it's amazing. But I love They it. still have a curfew downtown? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was it's good, really, man. Yeah. I like I like Nashville a lot. That's just, yeah. It's it's cool. I, I think if I didn't live here, that would be a place that I would definitely consider living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what's like in there? Like what's the like the the really nice? Is it Huntington or something like that? What's what's what? Like, it's like a suburb. Oh, uh, like Franklin? It's Franklin. I think it's Franklin. It's it Hendersonville. Starts, Hendersonville. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Where like all the fucking nice houses and all of that shit. Yeah, is. there's a couple there too, and they have like the lake up there. There's yeah. Franklin and Brentwood. Yeah. And a lot of people from California are moving there um, just because that's just. But all the people that I've met that are moving to Franklin from Cali mm-hmm. are, are regular. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got I got some really good friends that are uh, from California and were in um, social media business like early, early, early uh, who now live in Nashville. And they're like, bro, it's like it was like we got a second income coming to Nashville because oh, yeah. of like the tax difference between mm-hmm. and the cost of living difference. Yeah. Not, that, is not that they need it because they're <laughs> right. They're fucking right. rich AF, but like it's uh, you know, it, you guys out in California, man, it's so funny. Like I talk to people out in California, like, bro, why, you know, you need to come out here. You're missing motherfucker. Have you been outside of California? Right. <laughs> like right, ever? Right. Like it is, literally any place is yeah, <laughs> like it's it's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's still this attitude, like, if you don't live there, you're not in the end shit. It's like mm-hmm. I don't want to be in that. I don't want to. I have friends yeah. that live out in LA. They're like, come here, come to LA, come visit. And I'm like, do I have 
to. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to get mugged by a homeless <laughs> man on the street. Like, it's just gotten so bad. It has, know? dude. And, like, when DJ, DJ and I were out there about a year ago, and we were walking up and down the street, dude, and it was just like, <clears throat> you know, even from two, three years ago when I used to go out there a lot, um, it's just it's just terrible. And it's sad as fuck. Starbucks yeah. cups all over the ground. Yeah, but what's weird is, is like there's all these Starbucks cups and all this trash and all this shit that costs a lot of money, right? Yeah, like yeah. Starbucks is what, like $6? It's At probably least. $10 in LA. Yeah, on average. Um, and it's like, you know, it's mixed in with like, Tens of thousands of fucking tents and shit, you know, mm. up and down the human feces, bro. It's needles, crazy. all of it. It's sad, dude. And like, you know, we're sending all this money to other countries and Ugh. doing all these humanitarian aids and all these things. And like, dude, we're not even taking care of our own fucking people. Yeah. Our own backyards crumbling. Yeah, we're sending money to who knows what all the time. No, what do you do? You guys think like because this mass exodus out of California, like obviously the real estate's you know, market's kind of going down, houses and stuff out there are becoming cheaper. Is there going to be a revive? You think if it changes? Or, oh, where well, do you see California go? cyclical, dude. Yeah. Everything's cyclical. You know, in my life, you know, this has happened two or three times. The difference this time is that, you know, and this is, this is where I get concerned about what's going on in the real world. You know, <clears throat> the difference now from what I've observed the last few times we've had ups and downs, like big ups and downs in the mm -hmm. market, the difference now is people think like that we're close to the bottom and like these people who are creating the scenario that is currently affecting all of us left, right, middle, doesn't matter. Um, you know, groceries are what twice as much mm -hmm. gas is insane. Pa power is insane. Some places don't even have power. Um, our quality of life has been pushed down so hard and you know, the <laughs> The, the normal, the nor in the normal situation, you know, these people who are in government who've been elected are like scrambling to fix these issues. Right. Whereas now we have this situation, like I posted on my Instagram this morning, uh, where they, it's not, this isn't an issue they're trying to fix. They're intentionally trying to push us down. And it's going to get worse. They want it worse. And, yeah. and dude, the scary fucking thing that we have to like really acknowledge is, is that there's a lot of people who think that we're at the bottom or that we're close. And, and we're nowhere near. Dude, we're not even close. And not even close. They, so many they intend think. completely to completely remove private property ownership from the entire fucking country. Mm. And um, that goes for, it doesn't matter who you, go, who, who you vote for. Like people have created this identity based around their political affiliation and held so tightly to it that they're willing to ride it like they're gonna, you're, like you're it keeps them safe. Like, bro, are you yeah. really willing to ride a label that you identify with into the fucking end of your potential existence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, at what point do we look around and we say, hold on, guys. Like, we might not like each other that much. We may have different beliefs. You may be a lot different than me. Um, and I probably wouldn't fucking choose to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, these people are really fucking all of us mm -hmm. and it's for you it's for me and we should probably do something uh in a, in a united fashion and the problem that we have that i see is that these social tools have been used so heavy against us to make everybody think that we are all enemies that like dude there's a there like it, there's polls out there that show that like 
80% of the people on the left will not fucking invite someone who's a Republican to their house. Which is wild. They just lock people, the social media, lock people in these echo chambers, and just the AI just keeps them in this loop of feeding them the content that they want and that they like, mm-hmm. which is all the policies that they currently love and like to enjoy and vote for. Yeah. And it's frustrating because we all should take a moment to sit back and say, hey, we're all getting fucked here. We have an issue to fix. But they don't even want to accept that. Yeah. They don't even want to acknowledge that. They just want to keep in this delusion that the thing that they've been voting for and all the policies and fighting for the LGBTQ, XYZ, all that stuff, that it's that it's not having a ne- negative on their life. Yeah. And they don't see that it is. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's dangerous, dude. You know, and I, I really hope that there comes a time soon that people are willing to acknowledge and, and, and truly evaluate what's happening in their own lives, like in terms of how their, their, their personal economics look, um, how your personal freedoms look. Uh, are you actually able to be happy because you're spending six hours a day on Instagram looking at everybody that apparently hates you? Right. Um, you know, or are you spending six hours a day cheering on the people who just agree with you and creating more of an echo chamber. Like mm-hmm. this is something I really appreciate about what you do, bro. Um, because if you, if you follow Amir, what's your Instagram, by the way, Amir X Odom, A M I R X O D O M. It's, it's he, you, those little infographics, yeah. that you, the slide, the swipe throughs mm-hmm. where you like, like he puts out these, um, these info posts that sort of explain controversial topics from his point of view. And he has a unique point of view. Uh, you know, you're you're a black, black man, yeah, yeah. Black. And by the way, oh fuck, you black. also like the D, right? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, it's real as fuck, bro. That's hey, how we keep it. Hey, is it true? Oh yeah. All right, all right. So and, oh, and yeah. bro, no, nobody has a problem with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just you know, it's cool to see, uh, you know, someone who has unique perspectives, free thinking. Uh, and sharing that information in the way that you do. Thank you. Yeah. It's powerful Thank shit, you. though. It, it is really, very powerful. I appreciate that. Yeah. I just, I've always been vocal, like mm-hmm. in everything, in all aspects of life. But how the whole Instagram thing got started was pretty much in 2017. Again, always been vocal. Was in the streets crying, marching with BLM, really feeling it, really thinking that I was going to die at the hands of cops. I didn't like America, hated police force, all of that. Um, I went to that BLM rally. And when was this? This was uh, June of 2017. Okay. Yeah. And so I went there and I left not really vibing with the whole thing because it was a lot of I hate white people and I hate cops. While I'm scared of the cops, well, was scared of the cops, I'd also call them for help. So I couldn't be that hypocritical. Right. So fast forward to November 2017, went on a date uh, with this guy, first date, Starbucks. We sit down, immediately start talking politics. He was like, well, why are you scared of the police? Or why do you think this way? He was like challenging me. And I was getting so pissed. And we we're arguing in this Starbucks. People were looking around like, oh, shit. Like the white dude and the black dude going in about BLM. I was so angry because I couldn't back up why I felt the way I felt. I was just regurgitating mm. CNN headlines or Twitters. And I didn't have any substance to how I felt. So I went home. I looked up what he told me to look up, like Steven Crowder, Candace Owens, the whole nine. And I just went down a rabbit hole. And I just fell deep down the funnel of, oh, shit, like I not I don't have to fear the cops. Like, oh, wait, there is a problem in our nation, like regarding immigration and stuff like that. And so. That goes on I'm going down this funnel and then I stumble across um, Brandon Tatum's page. Mm-hmm. 
And so it was awesome, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Met him in May 2018. I followed him and I just sent him a DM. At this point, I had like a thousand followers. And I was like, hey, Brandon, watch your YouTube video. Feeling really like lonely and like I'm not really sure what's happening. Like my worldview is being completely crushed right now. You have time to chat. And he just DM me his number. He's like, call me. That's like, fucking awesome. That's I was awesome. like, whoa. I was like, okay. Call him, get on the phone. And it was the best conversation ever. Just like, just reaffirming, just keep looking into things. Wasn't really pushing me to feel some type of way, but just keep me on the right path. And he was like, you know what? Also, I'll invite you out to the White House this summer. Well, this fall with Candace Owens. And I was like, oh. Dude, that's awesome. Okay. So within a year, I went from crying with BLM to like shaking Trump's hand. Yeah. And then I went on Twitter. This is October when I went to that Trump event. And um, I went online. I went on Twitter and I just posted a picture of me front row, like with President Trump. And then also me front row at a Beyonce concert because I was a big Beyonce fan and they flew <laughs> me out to the concert, whatever. And I was like, what is life? Like from Beyonce to Trump, what is going on? Mm. And 40,000 tweets later, you dumb nigger, you dumb faggot, like the whole nine. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I thought this was the party of being, you know, inclusive and equality and love and acceptance. And it wasn't. And so from really October 2018 to now, I just went full steam ahead, just mm -hmm. being extra vocal online and making content and a little infographics that you're talking about. Um, and 2020, it just blew up. Yeah. It just went wild. Between George Floyd and Pride Month, it just took off. Well, I think you've done, and I'm, I've been following you since 2020. I think you've done an amazing job being a, a vessel for people to find out and, and see things from a different perspective. Thank you. Um, in a way that I personally can't do because I'm so emotional. About it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I get caught up in my own my own passion sometimes and, and I understand that people get scared uh, of that tone or yeah. mm -hmm. the, the curse words that come out and stuff like that but the truth of the matter is is like you know <clears throat> we all need to realize that no matter what you look like no matter what race you are no matter who you like to sleep with or any of these things that we're all getting our lives and our potential futures diminished oh yeah for the benefit of very few people by the minute yeah, by the minute, by the day, dude. It's so day. it's happening so fast now. It's by the day. Like every day we wake up, there's a new crazy thing. And like, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately lately is um how anxious and on edge and frustrated that people are because of the incessant push of division. And divisiveness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everybody's out there walking around feeling like everybody hates them. Like everybody yeah. that's not them. Like we all feel alone right now. And it would be really cool if we could all fucking think like what you're, how you do. Uh, and just kind of like take a step back, bro. Like, cause like, dude, this whole situation that's going on is not normal. We're not meant no. as human beings to live under that sort of stress no. or that sort of pressure or that sort of divisiveness and all the people propagating it are all benefiting financially in a very fucking heavy way. Massively. Yeah, oh, bro. Yeah. And we're, and, yeah. and, and how, I don't know about you, but like, I mean, what do you think about the economy right now? <laughs> right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? What's even crazy, bro, the division has gone so far to the point where now you have conservatives infighting with conservatives. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's unreal, right? right? You know what I'm saying? I was just talking to Ian it's Smith unreal. about this this morning. Like you can't 
the conservatives have almost gotten worse on the cancel shit yeah. than the fucking oh, yeah. left was. Yeah. Like, bro, you can't wear fucking this. You can't say this. You can't mm-hmm. do... Motherfucker, I do what the fuck I want. Okay? And if y'all don't like it, y'all can fuck off. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I live. So, like, if you see me doing something that doesn't jive with you, I'm my own person. Yeah. And, and, and like, bro, just like you're your own person. Yeah. Or you're your, like, everybody... Like, we should not feel afraid that we're going to get, you know, harassed for just living our lives. Yeah. Like it's absurd. It's like the all, all or nothing mentality and it's just not, yeah. it's not a realistic thing. And I think, I think that's the most, like we're at a crucial point now, bro. I think both sides, it doesn't matter. There, there's the 90% in the middle. We understand the shit's fucked up. It's not supposed to be all or nothing mentality, right? Like I, sh- I sh- don't agree with everything the, re- the left says, obviously. I don't agree with everything the right says. And so I think there's going to be this emergence of, you know, new identity in it. And I think if we just stick to the, the script of, you know, pro-America, pro-freedom, right? Um, I want you to thrive. I want you to thrive. Mm-hmm. We all can start off at the same start line, right? We may not end up in the same, you know, order or, you know, whatever it is, but just like this whole all or nothing, I got to pick a side bullshit. It, it, I think it's at its end. You know, it's interesting. I saw, do you know Becky that works here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Fuck, she's fucking awesome. Uh, but uh, I saw her make a post. She was doing Q&As or something the other day, and someone asked if her company approved of her content. Mm-hmm. And the way she answered it was, like, amazing. It was like, yeah, I work for a company that believes in freedom and free thought. Right. And, and like, and dude, that's it. Yeah, and, and it's what's funny is people think that we have some, that like, we're just a bunch of like far right, like yeah. fuck it, like you know whatever the fuck they think. Well, everybody's far right by their standards, exactly. But mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody has a right to think what they think. It's where we fuck this up is where we start imposing our will exactly on people. You know, trying to get people to lose their jobs. Like I see these two women uh, going around on Twitter harassing all the conservative uh, podcast hosts. Okay. And getting their ads removed and like harass, like, bro, it, we cannot live in a country civilly where you will get someone financially destroyed because you don't like their political opinion. Yeah. That will always end in violence because those people eat from that. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, you guys out there canceling people and shit, I hope you understand that you're playing a very dangerous game because all it does is take one motherfucker to lose everything and say, you know what? I fucking lost everything. I'm gonna put a bullet in this motherfucker's head. Yep. And that, no. dude, that. But by canceling someone, you're taking away everything their they had to lose. Yeah. So now I say, no, I have nothing to lose. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm Not only is it. it a bad thing from a moral standpoint and a, and a universe standpoint, karmic standpoint. Yeah, a karmic yeah. standpoint. Like when you try to re- kill someone because they don't agree with you, uh, that energy that you put out will always come back to you at some point. Mm-hmm. Like that person doing that is going to have their time in the fucking sun. And it's going to be incredibly difficult because of all the difficulty that they've created for other people. Whether they believe it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Right. You get back what you put out. And then also, you know, from a standpoint of, uh, of just like bad things to do at this time. Cause I think most people are what you just said. They're completely over it, dude. Yeah. They're over mm-hmm. it. I like, it's like, what identity do I have to fucking go with now? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm either all of this and there's count, like, like you go on the left, there's countless of fucking hypocrisies over there. Oh, yeah. right? Like, you, you cannot, like, it doesn't make sense. You can't be pro-trans identity and pro-feminist. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it's, 
right? You know what I'm Go saying? On. It's totally opposite. You can't. Oh, th- it's just so frustrating because I always feel like the LG B is different from the TQ plus. They're two That's totally the same shit we've been different things. Yeah, so. you cannot. Like what people don't realize is that the trans and all that is erasing gay and lesbian people and women and women. Yeah, like it, you can't. Like, how are you a gay man on the left saying trans? I'm even confused now. Saying trans <laughs> men are men. Yeah. When the only reason you are gay is because you like the male anatomy. So by saying trans men are men and you're classifying them as men, okay, well, when they take off their pants, they don't have male anatomy. So now you don't want them. So now are you a self-inflicted transphobe? Right. Like, right. Well, dude, dude, and a lot of those people that do, that do these transitions and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, they have the highest suicide rate of any category of human. Yeah. Right? Because in their mind, they're believing that, you know, okay, I'm a man on the, I'm a man uh, trapped in a woman's body mm-hmm. or I'm a woman trapped in a man's body, vice versa, whatever. They go get these surgeries, right? And what they don't, the people who are, who are counseling them and performing these surgeries think like, oh, you're going to be a man. You're going to mm-hmm. be a woman. Well, then they can't fucking fuck anybody because nobody will fuck them. Exactly. And they're like, I thought this was going to be, and they're sold a bill of goods that just isn't the truth. It's mm-hmm. not the truth. It's not not based in it's reality sad, dude and it's unfortunate that we are this divided because there's people on all sides who believe all things there's yeah. a ton of people who are gay who are lesbian who are trans that are very pro pro freedom who are yeah. very you know lean more to the right and they're, they're getting ignored i talk about this literally almost every show mm-hmm. because what i see happening uh which is worrisome to me mm-hmm. is that the lgb community Okay, um, is getting hijacked by this other community of of people who are quite frankly mentally ill, yeah. or they are they are pedophiles pretending to be trans so that they could be around children, so they be yep. protected. And yep. so now what's happening is these people who are like, bro, listen, man, how many girls grow up as tomboys? Oh my god, how many boys grow up more feminine and then like kind of figure it out later? They become a regular, you know, man, like just a. Like, bro, everybody figures out life at a different rate. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, little boys, when they're fucking four years old, they walk around their mom's high heels. That doesn't mean they're f- fucking- They gotta go chop oh, things off. Yeah. Gotta take him to a drag show now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> oh, look, hey, let's, let's, let's cut off his penis. Yeah. Like, dude, this is absurd, right. destructive, terrible, abusive, criminal behavior that is being perpetrated for a political agenda. And mm-hmm. here's the problem. The problem is, is that the people who are of, uh, and there's legitimate trans people, right? That, oh, are, yeah. that are like, they think they're just, that's the way they live. Yeah. Okay. But inside the trans, when I say legitimate, I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm fucking speaking plainly. Okay. These people are, they live that way their whole lives. There's, that's been going on for literally thousands of fucking years. Right. The new part is the cutting off of the genitals or the, the, mm-hmm. the, this or the, that or the, this. And what people don't realize is happening is, and, and the, the gay community really has to wrap their head around this and stand strong around it because it's very dangerous oh, yeah. for the gay community because the gay community, guys, only makes up a very small percentage. It's less than 5% of the population completely mm-hmm. in completion. Well, if we have, you know, they, they build this movement, LGBTQ, TIA, plus, 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 mm-hmm. plus, 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 plus. And everybody who isn't fucking straight or 
quote unquote cis, whatever the fuck they call it, mm-hmm. is some sort of, uh, you know, in this group. That means that what that really means is it's everybody against these these straight people. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. And now you have this situation where the the pedophiles and the 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 people who are who are in these organizations and identify this way so they can have access to these kids are now creating enough fucking trouble that all the regular people, which is most of the people, when I say regular people, I'm just talking about fucking people who we're stick saying. a penis in a fucking hole. Okay. Like that's what we're talking about. Straight people. Okay. Those people with kids are now getting so fucking mad and so riled up because they can see where this is going. Oh yeah. This is going to the point where, you know, trans Bob down the street shows up at your house and says, Hey, I want to play with Ryan. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, uh, I got no. negative. Yeah. yeah. And, you can and play then with all of a sudden you're getting blasted <laughs> on the line as some sort of fucking bigot yeah. piece of shit. Bro, people will die for that. Oh, yeah. And so, like, dude. It's a dangerous thing. It's very dangerous. Yeah. And, like, when we talk about the backlash of common sense and reality, I don't want that to come back on the LGB community yeah. for not standing We're up. We're getting screwed over yes, by, L- dude. by LGBs. People not speaking up on this topic and not saying, yeah, we actually shouldn't do this. Because a lot of gay people, especially the, the grown gay people, they can all relate to a time where they thought they were supposed to be a girl because they liked penis. I thought, I was like, oh, damn, maybe I'm supposed to be a girl. I'm glad I just grew up and figured things out. And like, okay, I'm a dude. Like, yeah. it's, it's fine. Yeah. But the LGB has been fine for years. Like since, pretty much since marriage equality, the LGB, they've been chilling. But you have all these nonprofits that are like, damn, how do I keep making money? We need more problems to exist. And you have it's the trans, the Qs, the pluses, all of that. So if you look at, any modern like LGBTQ group and look at all the things they're fighting for. It's pretty much all the trans stuff at this point it has nothing to do with gay or the rights people. are there. The yeah. rights are there. We're fine. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, and we're being grouped in with this group, with this yeah. people maps, the minor attracted people. No, they're the, called pedophiles. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. yeah pedophiles, <laughs> the trans. The, the, and, that's part of, I'm not I mean, no, that, yeah. that, that is part of it, man, because that language. Well, game they we're play, starting bro, to, DJ, we're starting to recognize the pattern. Yeah. yeah. Like this pattern started like. They just did it with tw- BLM. Bro. Yep. Come yeah. on. That's the Hello. most recent example. Yeah. What do you mean? With, with BLM, hi, like, are there not fucking evil fucking people that don't give a shit about the actual movement mm-hmm. that hid under that organization and played safe to, to steal the money? To fucking completely destroy our, not just steal the money, Andy, our fucking, the communities across this country burned. In the name of that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, they, it's, it's the same play they run. It's, it's, a, it's beautiful. It's genius. But it's fucked up. Smart. It's fucked They're making up, a killing from it. And people will well, draw that you, line with these kids, bro. It's well, not happening. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it, not happening. People will start to get killed over that. And the, yeah. and the problem is, and I'll say this, man. And, this and you is know not, what? No one's going to fucking know. The, the, the activists are going to be to free those people mm-hmm. that do that. Yeah. Well, no, it's not going to be like, hey, put that even, dude in jail. Yeah. That's if they even get to jail because yeah. you guys let everybody out. So yeah. it's like, I won't be there for 24 hours. That's you know what I'm fair. saying? Like, I have nothing to lose. But like the kids, that's where the line will be drawn. And that's not like a call to action. You know what I'm saying? But the biggest It's thing, reality. It's reality. Yeah. yeah. That is what's going to happen. And, and, and more people who are, ident- who are in that community, the LGB community, if they don't speak up, that's where the danger comes. Because right. then- they get they will get lumped into yeah, that because it's the LGB 
like TQ plus. You'll start so seeing a, a shit ton of Priuses with yep. fucking the rainbow flag yeah. getting fucking fucked up. That's and not people, that's not okay. No, it's yeah. not. And people it's not see okay a gay person and they're like, people, man. Yeah, people see a gay person and they're like, oh, well, he's related to that. And it's like, no, we're all not. And we need more people to speak up if you're gay, lesbian, bi, whatever it may be. You need to speak out against this, especially the children. Right. Because, like you said, that's where we draw the line. Kids can't smoke. They can't drink. We protect they them from everything drive, else. Bro, I was thinking vote. about this today. Kids can't. You can't get a fucking set. tattoo till you're fucking eighteen. But right. why? Are you cut off your fucking penis at fifteen? Right. All of those things is because kids aren't mentally mature enough. We don't think kids are mentally mature enough to vote, to drink, to drive. But all of a sudden, if your eleven year old son says, "Hey, mama, I think I'm supposed to be a girl," you're like, "Okay, let's go get surgery and chop it off for the rest of your life." And half of me. That's like that's child abuse, bro. Like, it is. Oh no, like you can't. It's criminal behavior. That's yeah, yeah, for sure. Like PC, what is it? DCS, whatever it's called, the Child Protective CFS, Service, yeah. CPS needs to get called on these parents. Yeah, but the problem because, is those people are those people are of that narrative. That's who they're calling if you don't allow your child to fucking do. Yeah, that. that's the craziest thing, that, man. Yeah, like, it's, it's dangerous times, bro. It's dangerous times, but that I know that line is going to be fucking drawn, and that's where it will stand in a brutal you way. Know? Yeah. You know, like, and that, that's the thing, because we see it everywhere else, you know, that's all across the country, but it's, you know, I think when you see this shit through the phone and the TV, it's like, oh, well, that's fucking, you know, what's interesting? that's Austin, that's we're, not here. We're, we're sitting here talking about this, and, you know, if you speak up about this on Instagram, uh, like, if, whenever I say things about it, you know, I'm anti-gay, I'm a fucking bigot, oh, yeah. I'm a homophobe, I'm a this, I'm a that, it has nothing to do with that, at all, like, and though that to me, it's the play on words though. It's just like if you don't support BLM, what are you? Racist. You know what I'm saying? It's the it, bro. The play is genius. Yeah, Instagram. It, they blocked eight hundred dollars from me last year. That got made some money through the live badges or whatever, and they locked it all away. Shut down my monetization. Monetization because I'm racist and homophobic. Of course. Even though I'm very Obviously. black and very gay. Right. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're a bigot. We're just knocking all this down. It's like it's clear. You just want a narrative to be said. That's right. That's all it is. And people are like, oh, do you get paid to say all these things? No. I'm just speaking my mind. If I wanted a check, I'd be on the left. Right. Oh, right. I'd make money. Make yeah. huge money spewing out the things that they speak out. But I don't get that. Yeah. It's dangerous, dude. I really hope that, uh, and I'm seeing it more and more. That's a good thing. Yeah. Okay? So I am like, grateful for that. But that, it's grown so much. And yeah. then like the, the minute they start trying to monetize, what mm -hmm. happens? No, shut down. Fucking PayPal. And Venmo Google. shut down their shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, what are we, what is. And for what? For not wanting kids to see drag queens? For not wanting kids to be around, uh, you know, really bad individuals? For not wanting kids to be around alcohol? Bro, you know how many fucking drag, like, I just saw it. Bro, I'm, what would happen to me if I took my nieces and nephews to a fucking strip club? Exactly. I go to fucking jail. Exactly. Go, go have a stripper. It doesn't matter if they're naked or not. Right. Like, they just. Moment you walk in, bro. If you took a video of a straight family taking their fucking toddlers and their fucking four and five year olds to a strip club, mm -hmm. what would happen to you? Mm -hmm. You would be put in fucking jail. Your kids would get taken away from you. That that you would probably get fired. Yep. You don't, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you seen that Family Guy clip of the <gasps> yes. bar scene? It's like the the bartender like there's a uh, there's a trans. Wagmire's trans dad. Yeah, trans dad sitting at the bar, right? And the bartender goes up and he's like, uh, excuse me, but you can't watch porn at the bar. And he goes, well, I'm trans. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And walks mm -hmm. off. It's like, 
No. Dude, like, I saw a video yesterday. It was such a good video. Um, one of my friends was on, on a story and they were saying, uh, you know, <laughs> they were making fun of the, an application for a medical procedure that said, what gender were you assigned at birth? Okay. And instead wow. of saying male or female, like it's like, now it's what gender were you assigned at birth? Hmm. And, you know, the, the story went on to talk about, well, you know, if that makes you feel better, um, well, I would feel better if we weren't promoting 400 pound, uh, you know, fitness models that Hello. cause heart disease mm -hmm. and cause this and this and this. And like, dude, it brought up a great point, not specifically that point, but like, at what point does the fucking mass and the majority of the population's uh, feelings about things matter more than the extreme minority? Because for me, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think for mm -hmm. most of you, it makes sense. You know, we don't bend the rules to appease uh, the fucking one half of 1% mm -hmm. of the population who decides that they are a different gender. Yeah. Right. We don't change the rules for that. Like you, like. We're not about to have this, this shit. Different like this shit of them coming in and being like, oh, you misgender. Man, fuck off. Yeah. Right. Like, bro, like it's, I don't know what the fuck. I can't tell what you are because to me. And like these videos that come across on the on the internet, I mean, dude, it's just the truth. There's this meme that goes along, and they can't understand why people don't fucking go along with it. And this meme explains it like to the exact point. Mm. Okay, it has, you've probably seen it. It's got a picture of an old Pizza Hut. Okay, mm. the, and it at the fucking the the caption says, "No matter what we do to this building, no matter what color we paint it, no matter what we change it." Everybody knows that that oh, yeah. used to be a fucking pizza hut. And this is the point oh, yeah. that the trans community is not fit. They, they want everybody to pretend along with them. And we can't. No, it's not. It's, it's not going to happen, dude. Well, reality will never bend to your emotions. No, it's never going to happen. And you guys can yell. Reality. You could scream. You could cause chaos. You could stir. You could do whatever. But here's the reality of it. The economic inputs that that, that community creates is nearly irrelevant. So what power do they really have other than to harass you? None. They have no power. It's such a small, yes. such a small segment of society. And if we keep appeasing to everybody, it's never going to end. It's going mm -hmm. going down a rabbit hole. It is not going. No, they're to playing end. on our politeness. Yeah, our tolerance. Like, yeah. That's it. Like, mm -hmm. dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, I understand you want to be a woman, but the truth is, you're not. You're not. And we could do we could do twenty different scientific tests to prove that. It's like that. Meme so, like, of the we dog. have to pretend to go along with someone's like, imagine life. Like, have you seen the video of this guy, uh, the guy in Canada that we're wearing the big fake boobs? Oh mm -hmm. gosh, yes, the the prosthetic. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh no, the Canada's like we have to protect them. They can't say anything. They can't fire them. They can't they fucking. They can't say anything to them. Well, you know, this, because you know, it's a kid, hate crime. You know, the kids have been skipping that class though. I didn't know. I yeah, didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw follow up. The kids are not—they're not even going to class. Some of them are not even just going to school because they don't want to see that. Yeah, because of it. That's not. That's not okay. No, these kids are like developing. Like, ugh. and who can think that that? At some point, it just blows my mind that some people really think that you're doing a justice by defending that person. That person, that teacher is is ill. Needs help. They need help. Yeah. There's no reason you just slapping on this giant prosthetic bra with breast. Now you're a woman. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we're devouring women to be. Like that, 
that shouldn't roll. That shouldn't just ha- bro. That's how society point. should be. That's a great point you just made. Like that's that's not a woman. It's not, and we owe it to the respect of actual women to <laughs> who fought through a whole lot of shit. Hold on, bro. Women suffering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, dude, I saw this. I saw this other group who were marching. They were lesbians, mm-hmm. and they were upset because they were saying that lesbians are being erased by trans yeah. by uh, trans people who. Uh, I guess men who dress up as women mm-hmm. who still like women, and they're saying they're le- like, bro, motherfucker, I'm the, I, I'm the biggest lesbian on the inside. You're the fuck ever fine. Like, does that make me fucking trans? Yeah, right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, am mm-hmm. I part of LGBTQ? Because, like, bro, on the inside, I'm the f- I'm a raging fucking lesbian. Mm-hmm. It All just right? runs in circles. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm being real. Does that make me trans? <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like they're all upset that like they're being devalued and disrespected. And, you know, they like another thing is, is a lot of the gay and lesbian community has gone through so much for so long to even get where they are. Mm-hmm. Now they're recognizing like, holy shit, these people are fucking ruining it. Yeah, yeah. fucking it up. It's like that Dave Chappelle bit when he's like the LGBs are in the car chilling. And then the trans comes in and just wouldn't stop talking on the road trip. Then you got the Q trying to get in the car. And it's like, just shut up. We're, we're like, fine. My favorite line is like, I'm not saying it's not real pussy. It's just like impossible pussy. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, hey, it's, yeah. Well, hey. Uh, well, hey, dude, listen. I'm glad you're on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, let's, I'm, let's, glad, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's, it's great to see you again and, uh, and, and get this going. Um, I guess we'll get started. Yeah, huh? let's get into it, man. It is CTI, guys. I kind of like these uh, the the little initial conversations that we're doing now yeah. before the show starts. They're, They're solid. Yeah. They're solid. Yeah. Um, well, we're guys, it is groove after four hundred fucking episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but guys, it is CTI. Uh, so if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them all there. And uh, with that being said, let's get into it. Headline number one. Uh, headline number one reads. Houston suspect tells fast food employees it's his first robbery. Leaves empty-handed, police say. Hmm. Yeah, well, so. everybody sucks at the beginning. <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, a man walked into a Houston fast food restaurant and told employees uh, it was his first robbery and ended up leaving empty-handed. Uh, the bizarre incident happened Sunday after 6 p.m. in the 8,000 block of Howard, Houston, uh, police say in a press release. Um, an unknown individual entered the restaurant, walked up to an employee standing behind the counter and asked for change for a hundred dollar bill. As the employee turned around to ask the manager, the wannabe robber displayed a handgun, told the employees it was his first robbery and demanded money from the register. Uh, the manager refused to open the register for the suspect. Police said the suspect tried to negotiate with the manager, but failed, growing frustrated before eventually leaving empty handed. Uh, Houston's police robbery division is asking for the public's assistance in identifying the suspect whom they described as a Hispanic male, uh, 17 to 25 years of age, wearing a black shirt and armed with a handgun. Uh, there's a $5,000 reward out That's for him. No, it's not oh. him. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, oh. First time? That's the guy right there. Yeah, look, dude. Unfortunately, <laughs> like as funny as this is, this is the result of what we're dealing with economically, and it's only People going to hurt, get worse. Bro. That's right. Yeah. This man doesn't want to hurt anybody, or he would have hurt somebody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's like, fuck, I got to eat. I got to. He probably has some shit. And I'm not trying to sympathize with criminals because this is unacceptable shit. For sure. I'm just trying to explain that the lo- the more they push. This is a byproduct of it. bro. Yeah. The more they push us into uh, poverty, 
the more the, the, this is going to happen over and over. And uh, not everybody's going to be as open and honest and polite as this guy. I mean, no. you know, um, and so was, is this where I get the money now or like, how do we do that? <laughs> and while he was polite, it does. The first thing that I thought about was just his rise of beta males and yeah. how he wouldn't shoot. Yeah. And how probably mm. looking at him, it's probably the amount of porn and the amount of non-working out and the amount of negative influences around his life that he's getting into that makes him like, let me just announce my first robbery and not actually do anything. Just try to get a hundred dollars. Yeah. And he's what? incapable of actually doing anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good point. I, I just that. think, you know, that when we talk about the crime situation that's happening, um, you know, when things go really bad, like they're going good people do things they don't want to do mm-hmm, you know yeah. people steal they fucking rob they do these things and uh good people will do things they never thought they would ever right. fucking do right yeah. and yeah. like you know i don't know man like this is just the beginning of it mm-hmm. and i think it's important for all of you guys listening to make sure that you're you are not relying on the government for our for your own safety anymore you, you know can't. what i mean yeah. like you have to be somewhat prepared um at a base level for anything at any time because now we're dealing with a lot of people who, you know, like I, we were talking with Linda yesterday. She was talking about rent doubled in Miami. It doubled. Oh, okay. Insane. So if rent doubled in Miami, like, bro, how, how many people can pay double their mortgage or double rent? Right. Not many. Well, because their salary's not yeah. doubling. No. Nothing else is increasing. No, the salary's not going to go up because the cost of goods it's is going up or whatever place that they operate at. And what that means is the margin's going down for the company. So these companies don't even have the money to pay these people yeah. more money. Well, because people also to, can't afford the goods and correct. services. And this is why high. this is why Amazon's able to pay people twenty dollars an hour to start off at base level. And and now and dude, this is a bigger fucking picture. But you guys, most of you listening, have not been around long enough to watch what Amazon had done. You know, when Amazon first started, uh, you know. There was no tax collected on on their sales for over a decade. So like they're able to sell, right? Not pay tax to the government, which gives them a 6 to 10% advantage over the mom and pop retail, all right? So if your mom and pop retail has to pay 6 to 10% tax, that means that the price the consumer is going to pay is going to automatically no matter what be 6 to 10% higher. And that's not including that p- the buying power of, of this brand. So like these people are able to buy at a much cheaper price than what the mom and pop consumer can sell at, um, or I'm sorry, can buy at, which gives them a double advantage, all right? Now you're talking about they've done this for 20 years. Well, the problem is now is that they're the only company that has the money to pay an actual employee to come in and work at their place. So they've destroyed, this is a real monopoly that's happening. And they've destroyed so much retail business uh, um, through an unfair advantage that the government has allowed them to have that now they're able to afford to pay people whatever, whatever the inflation rate dictates, right? Like it's going to rate, you know, pe- like a mom and pop retail or company can't afford to pay people $20 a fucking hour to start. And so over the course of 20 years, They've built up so much wealth and so much power and so much uh, cash flow that now they're the only ones that can afford to pay people. So we're in, we're in, people don't really fully understand what's actually happening. And 
in my opinion, all of these monopolies, these tech monopolies, these fucking big online monopolies, these are, these are things that normally in the past would have been deregulated, like the phone industry in the 80s. Like uh, Bell. Yeah. yeah. Like they would deregulate that and split it up into multiple companies so that there's fair competition. And, and that's not being done. And not only is that not being done, it's, it's not being done because the motherfuckers were given such a fucking head start to do things the way they could do when the internet first came around that they're able to pay these motherfuckers to not do that. Right. So, like, dude, there, there's a lot of dynamics. And COVID pushed that shit even higher. Oh. Huh? COVID pushed it no, even higher, bro. Dude, they, yeah. They, they closed cl- everything else. They were only ones fucking operating. Yeah, I know, dude. I know. <laughs> and this is not by accident. Yeah. No, it's by design. That's Amazon right. Warehouse can be open, but the mom and pop shop can't. Right. What Walmart sense? can be open. Walmart. All, these, all the yeah. big boxes can be open, but the little mom and pop shops, all the local businesses, all of a sudden they can't because they're at risk of COVID, but not this giant facility. Like that, that makes no sense. People don't understand the inter, the, the dynamics of running a business yeah. enough to understand what I just explained. Like, bro, you can't compete with that. Yeah. Like the math does not work. That's what you have to understand. If you are automatically at a 10% disadvantage based off you having to pay tax and these guys don't, and they're able to do that for 12, 15 years without ever paying shit, that's a huge deal because what that does is that allows the business to flow to them because people want the cheaper price. The quicker um, price. The quicker they want. Yeah. They want it convenient. What it also does is it creates a scenario where you're rewarding the company that employs far, far less of the population than what the mom and pop segment of our economy did, mm-hmm. right? Amazon's not hiring all these people that worked at these businesses that closed. They can't. Mm-hmm. There's too many. Mm-hmm. So you're rewarding the company and I talk about this on the MSCO project from fucking years ago. You're rewarding the company, and they're not the only company like this. There's a whole bunch. It's just one example. Yes, yeah. but they're the biggest example. And you reward a company that employs less people and then take the whole industry that employs most of the people and you fucking destroy it. And to that point, you're rewarding that company that is destroying all the other little small, small mom and pop shops, but also you're ruining yourself. Because you're working for this company that's actively building robots to replace you yes. within the next two, three years. You're automating and then everything. Yeah. That company is going to be fully automated when everyone was working towards that end goal. Yeah. And then you're going to sit at home and take your World Economic Forum check mm-hmm. and be happy and own nothing according to them. I mean, that's, that's the play, dude. And it goes al- all these big companies. Like, dude, I challenge you. I challenge you. Pick a company that you know. Pick a company that you know. It doesn't matter which one. A well-known company. I'm not talking about a privately held company like ours or any of the ones that, that, that I'm affiliated with. I'm talking about big brands. Brands that are iconically recognized. Go on Wikipedia and fucking click on them. And then figure out who their main fucking investors are and click, keep clicking until you figure out who owns most of the company. Mm-hmm. It will come back to, one, to two different companies. It will be Vanguard or it will be BlackRock. And that's it. So people don't, I think, can you, and your business guy, explain, I think most people don't comprehend how investor equals power. Okay. So, so what's happening here is that the banks, the big banks, by the way, the people that run the banks are the same people that run the banks since the fucking early 1900s. These are families. These are not governments. These are fucking private families. They own all the money. All right. And they created this thing called the World Economic Forum that all of the big brands 
came to. Mm-hmm. And the reason that all the big brands came to them is because these banks offered them financing or other financial arrangements. Capital, whatever. Yes, yeah. that would benefit them tremendously. And as terms of those relationships, when they join up, they have certain things that they have to do inside their company. And those things mostly at this point in time are cultural things. So like when you guys uh, heard about having the anti-white training, remember that all came Mm -hmm, out? mm -hmm. The reason that was in fucking training manual is because is getting their fucking money from these people at the fucking top that are running the World Economic Forum. They're not the World Economic Forum. It's not Klaus Schwab. It's the motherfuckers telling Klaus Schwab what the fuck to do and how to right. play this out. Right. Okay. So part of their part of their positioning to get these funds is based around cultural reform that they need to put through down through their company. And so when you put a culture down through the company, mm-hmm. okay, and you make rules inside the company, and you li- where do you spend most of your time? At work. So do you think it's likely or unlikely? That when you go to work and you go to work every day for a decade and you operate inside this culture system, do you think it's likely or unlikely that that culture system will start to ingrain itself in your brain as what's right? Hmm. Okay. So these people go home learning this shit at their work, which is pushed down with attachment of money Mm -hmm. to these companies. And then they go on the internet and post all this crazy shit because they've been in it for so long. Right. That's how this, that's how they do this. They control the culture through the media, through the, 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 uh, uh, the internal culture of these big-ass companies that are affiliated with the World Economic Forum, and which is basically most employees in this country. And by the way, around the world. Andy, talk to us about, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just having these thoughts come in, but the, the power of the consumer, I feel like that has kind of been removed now, right? Like, well, I mean, we're seeing the power of consumer. Like Mark Zuckerberg just lost $71 billion. Yeah. Disney went down too. After Disney all that. was the worst performing stock over the last 12 months. So people are seeing that's the power of the consumer. And, and so what's, what's really, and this goes back to the Elon Musk thing. Elon Musk exposed Twitter for using uh, artificial bots to falsely inflate social narratives yeah so that's the whole other reason that's how they push this too so all of this culture that's pushed down through these big companies is then again pushed through social media with the collusion of all these big tech companies so when twitter when somebody uh Alyssa milano posts some bullshit that everybody's like nobody believes that fucking bullshit and then you get you see for forty thousand fucking likes or four hundred thousand whatever she gets and mm-hmm. thousands of comments. What's our natural thought process? Everybody's oh, wow. with it. Wow, dude, I'm, I don't believe that, but fuck, that world must be changing. Right. 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 But the reality is we can see through the actions of consumers that they don't have the numbers they've been pretending to have, which is why when the left cancels you, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, they make some noise. Yeah, they call yeah. you some names. But at the end of the day, I've been canceled, I don't know, a hundred times. And every single fucking time, it we grow. Because mm. people appreciate they're banking on the on they're banking on the 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 yep. idea that the 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 this fake reality will have more yeah. influx and Correct. power. Correct. And it and people and are control. starting to see the truth. Yes. And Musk is one of the people that has exposed it. Yeah, that's, now, that's actually our second I, headline. I don't right know, now. I don't know Elon's 
affiliation, bro. Yeah. Like I, I believe he's a very smart man. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing in the backside. There's lots of opinions. There's lots of this. There's lots of that. But his scenario where, with this Twitter thing has exposed a lot of this to, to people who were not yeah. aware of it before. They made a lot of people aware of the manufactured reality. Yes. And that it does not Dude, exist. we're living in the matrix. Yeah. Like, this is the fucking matrix. Like, oh, I was yeah. thinking last night, like, I was sitting at home, and I'm like, bro, I think I even might have said this to you or when Mike Glover was at the house. We were texting the other night, yeah. I was like, dude, uh, you know, how many of these people are actually real people? Yeah. That's where I'm at. Bro, because I walk down the street and like, yeah, I see some of these people sometimes, mm-hmm. but even the people who are what I would consider far left. Or you would think would be far no, left. No, 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 bro. Even the people, even the people I know are far left. Like yeah. I know them. Like people I know are even like, yeah, bro, this is fucked up. Like this is wrong. And so like, like, dude, and this is, I'm talking about people I know that like look far left. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're so far left, you know, cause they got to look right. right. Just like the far right's got to look right. right. Maybe uh, even a smell. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is th- even these people are coming around and being like yeah bro i'm not with that mm-hmm. shit and so we're starting to all collectively understand that you know it's no different than the than the 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 video that i got fucking shadow banned for six months for which was the video of that movie uh ants wasn't it oh my god yes and and where no, it has bug, uh, bugs life bugs life where the cricket is like beating the shit out of the ant Telling him or the praying mantis, or whatever he is, uh, the grasshoppers, whatever yeah, he's yeah. beating the shit out of the ant, and all the ants are sitting there watching, and eventually they get fucking pissed, yeah. and that's what's happening right now. Well, yeah, and that's he, why yeah, these companies, yeah. their revenue is going down, and this mm-hmm. is why when I explain to you that if you own a company, which a lot of you do, we have the I'm sure of any show, we've got the most entrepreneurs listening to this fucking show. You guys who are running independently owned businesses, your best business strategy right now would be to stand for fucking freedom. Yeah. Because it automatically, when you stand against the narrative, you automatically get attention. They give it to you. They put the eyeballs on you by calling you names and saying you're this and doing this. And bro, you're, you, what'll happen is the first time it happens, you'll be like, oh shit, we're fucking out oh, of business. Fuck, 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 Except fuck. you'll check sales <laughs> the next morning and they'll be way the fuck up. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And this is what people don't understand. That facade's getting called out. That's actually that's actually headline number two, man. Let's just get into it real quick. Uh, headline number two is Russian bots. No, uh, German authorities. <laughs> They're American bots, eh. motherfucker. German authorities have been operating hundreds of fake far right social media accounts. What? German authorities. All right, you got to read this one because I'm confused here. Have been operating hundreds. Where are of they? Fake far right social media accounts within Germany. Oh. Oh, this goes along with the FBI whistleblowing saying that, yeah, yeah, saying that they're manufacturing this far right narrative, yeah, the white supremacy narrative. Oh, yeah, yeah. like those whistleblowers. I think we talked, we might have talked about on the show, but I know Tucker talked about it for Mm -hmm. sure. FBI agents came out and whistleblew to him, yeah, that they are actually creating fake fucking accounts inside the United States in the name of infiltrating far right groups, so they so they can make up these busts. Which like is entrapment. we call it a white supremacist. Yeah, that's how they do it. Yeah. Which, which is entrapment. Yeah. In this, in this country, it's illegal. So, um, yeah, the article, just a couple of head points, but the article reads, uh, the German federal state is operating hundreds of fake far-right social media accounts online, a mainstream newspaper in the country has revealed. 
hundreds of fake social media accounts uh, espousing far-right ideology on platforms such as Twitter, Telegram, Instagram, Gitter, are being operated by the German federal state, a report by a major mainstream newspaper in the country has revealed. And it's not the first time governments have been found to uh, be behind shadowy extremist accounts online, with America's FBI coming under fire earlier this year um, after one of its fake accounts was found to have been allegedly involved in the creation of a plot to kidnap the Democratic Party governor from Michigan. It wasn't one account. There was four accounts. It was four of them. Yes. Um, The federal office has reportedly been paying civil servants to operate these accounts, posing as radicals on the left and right, as well as the likes of radical extreme uh, Islamic extremists, anti-vaccination activists, and so-called Reich citizens, a term used to describe people who question or reject the legitimacy of the German Republic. Um, at least some of these fake accounts are involved in act, uh, actively promoting the ideologies um, they are linked with, with one agent telling a reporter that it's important to, quote, feed this bubble of extremist ideology in order to gain the trust of targeted activists, some of whom are reported as being neo-Nazis. Um, but here's the other crazy thing. At the same time, this just came out. This headline reads, a study by the University of Adelaide found that 60% to 80% of the tweets created in favor of Ukraine were fake. Who said that? What was that guy's name? Who said that on the fucking Friday that the war cracked off? Who yeah. fucking said that? And by the way, a large percentage of you who have followed me for years, Andy, you're fucking losing your shit. Andy, you're crazy. Listen, dude, I don't talk about shit that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, this whole life that you guys see that I've built, I didn't get it by bullshitting my way through the fucking, like, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there with a crystal ball. Like, no, no bro. It's, it's real shit. It's yeah, real shit, man. Like, dude. Yeah, so so dude, the studies real quick. It says uh, these Australian findings. So Australia, it was Australian uh, University, but it says these Australian findings are truly staggering. Of five point two million tweets on the social media network from February twenty third to March eighth. I believe that February twenty third was the day that we did the show. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but between February twenty third to March eighth, between sixty to eighty percent of tweets supporting the Ukraine. Uh, were shared by fake accounts. What's more is that 90% of those posts were all pro-Ukraine. Um, and they used all the hashtags. Stand with Ukraine. Yeah, that was done by How fake insurgents. How about stand with America? Hello. How about stand with the United States? How about stand with all these homeless people that are up and down our city streets? Mm-hmm. How about stand with our fucking communities that are getting shot up because you won't prosecute criminals? How about stand with all the people who are getting their fucking economies uh, their their in their personal finance, their livelihoods de- de- destroyed. How about stand with that? Where is that? Where is that energy being put? Like when I get it frustrates me thinking about when President Trump wanted to build a five billion dollar border wall. He's like, hey, we need to protect our border. Let's build a wall here, and um, that's about it. Just five billion dollars. And they're like, no, too much money. Not doing the that. Deficit. It's racist. Yada yeah. yada yada. But now they're like, yeah, let's send ten billion to protect someone else's border. Why where- is that though? That's so they can build the border. They can build the border wall for five hundred million and keep nine and a half billion the for their fucking selves. Yep. Exactly. So look at the bill. It's all for nonsense. That's not. Hey, you ever notice a, a toilet seat in the fucking White House costs twelve thousand fucking dollars? Exactly. <laughs> Legitimately, fuck you guys think bro. happens? Yeah, bro. You remember that? Bathroom? Bro, that's that's this is this is how it works, dude. Yeah. Let me explain this to you on a fucking very easy thing to understand. I hire a dude to come fix my fucking toilet here at HQ. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'll be the guy. Hold on. I'll be the guy. 
Yeah. Okay. So I hire a DJ. He comes in. He's like, man, your toilet's fucked up. And I said, okay, uh, what's fucked up? He says, the toilet seat. It's got a fucking crack in it, bro. It's fucked. Yeah. Okay. And I said, okay, well, write me up the order. He said, well, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to give you a real special deal today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to replace your whole toilet. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to replace all your plumbing. I'm going to replace your sink. I'm going to replace your showers oh. and the whole fucking building. And it's going to cost uh, $250,000. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to charge you because you're doing me a salad for all this work, right? right. So I'm going to charge you uh, $2.5 million right. so that I can get my two fifty, dollars and I'm going to kick you back the rest off the books. That's how this works. That's how they do this, but they do it with our government money and your tax money. This is a, this is how they fucking do it. Yep, they 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 did the same shit. It was like in a suburb of New York. There was a they 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 built. Does that this, make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. They built a bathroom right for this public park, and it, it had you know a, a men's restroom and a women's restroom, a couple of urinals. Right, twenty two million fucking dollars for this. That's bathroom. cap. Twenty two million dollars for it for for a total of four fucking toilets and two urinals. Was it one of those little buildings in like the park? Wasn't very, it? very, very yeah. fucking small. Like it's like one of those buildings you see in the park with a water fountain outside and, and like five shitters. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's stank. it. And the fucker blow dry, a couple of blow dryers because no paper towels, because you know, no maintenance and cleaning. Bro. Twenty two million so, fucking so, dollars. So at, while we're on this topic, I want to make a point to you guys. When I say we're overtaxed. This is why we pe- this is why the producers of this country who provide the jobs for everybody are taxed at 50 to 60% all in. Mm-hmm. Like people have no idea unless you own a business how heavy the tax burden is on our small businesses. They have no clue. It's also the same reason why they advocate for taking more because it's not their fucking money. That's yeah. right. And so dude, like when I if I have this water bottle here, right? And I I fucking sell it, mm-hmm. okay? And I have to go buy one to replace it and then another one because I sold one, right? Right. So if I just bought one to replace it, you can't grow the business. Right. All right. So for me to take the money and buy this second one that allows us to grow the business, which allows me to create a job, which allows me to pay someone's fucking bills, I have to pay tax on income to buy this second. Mm -hmm. Do you follow what I'm saying? All right. So I'm paying income tax on fucking this as the business. Then when I get paid, I pay tax again. Yep. And what you don't realize is that ends up in the fuck that ends up nearly 80% of your fuck like that's a that and what people don't realize that don't understand what's the how the economy works is that chokes out a business's ability to grow real careers mm-hmm. for people. It's impossible. And it instead of saying, instead of saying, well, we overtax these businesses and we fucking crush their ability to grow because we make it impossible for them to actually expand. They say the owners of those businesses are just pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. They're riding the back of your working man. This is Karl Marx 101, dude. And like these people are being played into believing this when in reality, if we all pay just 15% tax, all of us, and there was no uh, tax on like inventory and you were allowed to grow freely, bro, we would be motherfucking Kuwait. Like we'd be the richest country by... But dude, Bar. our fucking people would be so fucking rich, bro. It would be insane. I'm talking about everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, this this reality that we live in economically is manufactured to make you poor and make you struggle because yeah. you can only be controlled when you're poor and when you struggle. 
And it's, it's being perpetrated about, by people who have never been in business or have no business dude, sense. They never operated a company. Bro, and it's, never it, had to balance a budget like, overhead. Imagine me trying to explain this 17 times a day to someone. Yeah. Like, you don't get it. Yeah. And like, dude, you should understand it. And you should realize that if the government didn't fuck us like this, okay, because if we were paying 15% tax and all of this milking wasn't going on, our country would be beautiful. It would be litter free. There'd be security guards at every school. Yep. Police officers would make 300 grand. Teachers would make 300 grand. Bro, you have no idea how great shit could be if these people weren't fucking stealing from us. Yeah. It's all about the control because with control comes all the money. They make so much money based off of a divide, based off of us being angry. And it's like the, how the article mentions all the fake bots. It's fake outrage. If people just turn off their phones and look outside, they'll realize. A lot of people are on the middle ground. A lot of people really don't give a shit what you do. Leave kids alone. Mind your business. Let people be free and you're fine. But too many people get wrapped up in the social media bubble and end up hating America, hating themselves, hating life. And it's, it just fuels the clickbait on the internet. When I hated America, when I hated being black, all that craziness, I lived online. I lived for all the headlines. I was just being seen and clicking this and clicking that and really felt that the world was racist, really felt that this world was crap. But when I put down the phone and I look outside, I realize, huh, it's actually not that bad. Mm. But far too often, these social media companies want to trap you in this bubble and put you in this state of fear and very emotional and irrational and get you riled up to defend a country that you can't even identify on a fucking map. Right. It's ridiculous. Right. It's, it's, it, bro, we talk about crimes against humanity with the pandemic. Bro, we lived in crimes against humanity for fucking 40 fucking years in this country. Straight. Like, you motherfuckers don't get it. Like, if you really, like, dude, if I sat down with any of you, any fucking one of you, and we did a whiteboard session, and I showed you exactly, Patrick Bet David is good at this. He does these amazing whiteboard sessions. Um, there's zero chance that you won't, that, you, that, that I won't convince you that you're completely fucked by them, not me, right? You can hate me all you want. You can say, oh, he's a fucking this or that or this. I promise you, that's a manufactured narrative that you're swallowing. And, and you're not understanding who the real enemy is. You know, I posted a post this morning on my Instagram where uh, um, uh, AJ, DreamRare, fucking yeah. posted, uh, who's awesome dude, by the way. Love him. He posted this, uh, this, this like three-minute reel, or I don't know how long, or, long reel, I don't know. Maybe they don't go three minutes. It's fucking, it was every clip of these people talking about inflation. And like, dude, if you have any perception whatsoever of watching people, you should be able to tell when people are lying. Yeah. Right. And I'm watching this and they're like, oh, inflation is transitory. Inflation is this. Inflation is, oh, we'd have any, no reason to really think inflation is going to stick around. Uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this is over a year and a half ago. And what you guys have to realize is that they were lying to you then and they're lying to you now and they're going to continue this process until you have nothing. And it's not going to stop until all of you, even the motherfuckers that voted for Biden, mm -hmm. say, fuck this. And speak yeah. up. Yes. It will destroy you. Like, it will destroy you. Like, you guys think, oh, I don't have much now? Fuck, bro. Like, you seen that meme I posted with the dude with the metal goggles sitting on the mattress mm -hmm. with a yeah. fucking bowl of fucking maggots? <laughs> that is what the fuck your life will look like. Yep. And it's alternative fake reality that we're pretty much already there. Yeah, we are, dude. And you, you know, you make a great point. Um, uh, <laughs> so the last 
eight weeks or so, uh, I've been, I was, uh, I had a nervous breakdown in 2012, a real one. And they put me on, a on Lexapro. Lexapro is mm-hmm. an antidepressant for those of you that don't know. And, um, I recently decided to get off of it and <clears throat> because I could see what big pharma is doing. Like big pharma has created this medicine, quote unquote, right. to help with depression, quote unquote, that is based on science that it was recently proven to not be the actual science, the chemical imbalance theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, well, fuck, dude, I just watched what these dudes did for the last, you know, two, two and a half years with this vaccine, bro. Fuck that. I don't, these guys are fucking snakes. Yeah. And anybody, and, and the minute I talk about this, I get blown up in DMs because literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people have this same experience with these same kind of drugs. And when you come off of them, okay, like they, they, for, now you have to think about this from a business standpoint. I, I started in 2012. I bought, my insurance has covered this shit every single month for fucking 10 years. Mm-hmm. When you try to come off of these drugs, you have this crazy like withdrawal, like physical well, it symptoms. Wrecks you. Oh, dude! It's it. Listen, the last eight weeks, undoubtedly not even comparable, have been the hardest eight weeks I've ever dealt with, and I'm so thankful to myself for putting in the time and the work with the Live Hard program and 75 Hard to get my fucking mental tuned up right. Mm-hmm. Um, where I felt like I was able to handle whatever the fuck happened. And bro, I'm going to be honest with you. There, there was many, many, many times where I'm like, fuck this, dude. I'm going to start taking it again. So they create this drug that's impossible to get off of. You can't even get off of it. You just keep taking it and they keep re- refilling it and they make this reality that you need it. Yeah. For the rest of your life. Yes. So there's no other alternative. So imagine to get out if of I sold a fucking protein powder, bro. That the, it works great. You take it, you feel good. You, the minute you stop taking it, you get the worst diarrhea you've ever had, and it lasts for eight weeks. Oof. And you're throwing up too. What would you do three or four days in? You're like, well, fuck, dude. I didn't even start taking my protein again. Mm-hmm. That's what they've done. They've built in this crazy product yeah. to ensure, and, and it's just the same. We saw this. Re, we saw this report come out a couple days ago. I don't know if you guys all saw it. But they said that they uh, predicted that blood thinner, um, the anticoagulant b- drugs, there would be a double need by, the, by 2050. And what we have now. Yes. Why is that? No one's asking why. Like, I'm, I'm, it's pretty obvious why. But people, people don't want to admit that they got fucking played, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that, this pride and ego is creating us, uh, uh, creating a massive barrier for us to unify against what's happening to all of us. Yeah. You know, I, wanna, I think, I, I think yeah. one, one thing that I remember from uh, in psychology, there's this idea that, you know, hold on, hold on. my point, my point that I was getting to, because I forgot my point, yeah. my point I was getting to was one of the things I did to manage it was I handed off my social to my team. Okay. Um, like when I make a post now, like I make the shit in my phone and I text it to these guys, they post it. Right. Uh, I've, I've, I'm getting a new phone number. Like I'm limiting my, my amount of stimulus from the outside world. Mm-hmm. And dude, like I just started that like maybe three weeks ago. You have no fucking idea. Well, you do because you just talked about it. How much better I feel. And to the point where I went five or six days with very little uh, screen time. Mm-hmm. And then like I got caught up in it one day. Bro, at the end of that day, I felt so fucking miserable 
that I, I, I was like, what's, what's wrong with me? And then I thought about it and I'm like, holy shit. I spent fucking three hours on social today where I had been spending zero. Like, we're so into it now mm -hmm. that we're not realizing the mental damage and frustration and anxiety and depression and pain and frustration that it's creating for us. And this is why I keep uh, recommending that book, The Chaos Machine, for you guys to read mm -hmm. because it tells the truth of what social media does. There's a lot of great things from social media. Right. Okay. We wouldn't be friends if, if there wasn't social. Exactly. Right. Um, lots, lots of my friends, like lots of my best friends, I wouldn't even know without social. Okay. There's lots of great things, but there's also a lot of bad things too. And, and so I'm not saying, you know, like I said a couple shows ago, like social should be banned. Maybe it shouldn't be banned, but I'll tell you what, I'm genuinely very thankful that I spent a part of my adult life without it. Mm. Yeah. Because I know what that's like. And I'm, I'm being honest, life was much better. Yeah. It was I mean, much better. Dude, that's the thing though. Like in psychology, it says that like wherever there's tolerance, it's going to be withdrawal, right? Mm -hmm. And people need to understand like at the chemically, like at the chemical level of humans and how we operate, right? There are chemicals in our brain that are released when we have certain uh, uh, interactions with our environment. And so tolerance means like the, like the more you take it, the more of it you need, right? To achieve the same balance in your brain that, that suffices those chemicals, right? So whether that's dopamine, right? Whether that's uh, what, whatever it is, serotonin, whatever it is, you're going to need more of that to achieve the same level. That's why, you know, they say drugs, right? The gateways, right? You're going to want to keep getting that high. So you mm -hmm. take more and more to achieve the same level of, uh, of happiness, essentially. They've tapped into that with social media. And so now it's like, you know, when you get off, you start having withdrawals, you're going to go through withdrawals wherever there's tolerance. And it's crazy how I think if people understood the actual chemical connection, right? When you're when you get those likes and you get those notifications, mm -hmm. that's hitting dopamine in your brain. Bro, did you read the book? No, I haven't read that oh, book. They, yet. Yeah, you're hitting right on what you know. What I'm saying, but like it, yeah, it triggers that even even the tone of of your 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 ringtone on your phone, like it's all designed to play like a casino. into. Yeah, like it, it's the lighting, everything. every single thing. Man, they talk about this in the book, and it's like wow. it's like yeah. if you understood the Amongst connection, a lot of other shit. Too. Yeah, like if you understood that connection, it, it's easier to start. Okay, once I understand what the problem is, okay, now I can work to remove mm -hmm. myself from that problem. But like, dude, like that. They've tapped into it, bro. Like they've they've tapped into these phones that are thousands of years advanced, more advanced than we are. We haven't humans haven't really changed much in the last thousand years, bro. Right? It's an experiment. Yeah, and now like, it's dude, changing us. Yeah, dude. I, I feel bad for the kids nowadays because I think iPhone and smart all that came around. This was popular when I was like maybe a freshman in high school. But before I was a freshman in high school, all of elementary school, and middle school, we had little track it. phones, little Nokia's, and that was it. And that mm -hmm. that was fine. What year was that? What year was the first iPhone? Look that up. I think seven. Yeah, I think six. it was 2007. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was 20, 27 years old. I can so, see, so, like college for you. I, I totally different. I, amazing. Totally different, bro. Mm. Totally different than what you guys understand. Like, you have no idea how much better it was. Like, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> 2007? Yeah. You, no, you have no idea. Like, bro, people were cool. Yeah. The, you know, like, uh, <clears throat> everybody got along. Everybody treated each other with respect. You know, uh, there, because, dude, there was consequences when you didn't. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you go up to someone, you say, hey, fuck you, you fat piece of <laughs> shit, blah, blah, blah. They punch you in the fucking face. Mm -hmm. And now you've got a whole generation of people that talk the most shit Ever. that don't understand that there is people that will deliver heavy consequences to you for what you do to them.
And the only and thing ha- that's protecting you is that fucking that no, internet no. connection, bro. There ain't nothing that protects you. <laughs> Maybe like, bro, I'm just being real. Like if you're somebody out there that just constantly fucks with people and tries to get their fucking income taken away, you are going to cross that line with someone who is going to punish you. Mm-hmm. The world, I mean, the universe is going to punish you eventually. It's, they're gonna yeah, be but, you, up. but that's not what I'm saying, bro. Like when I'm, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Like, bro, take someone's fucking income. Mm. Take someone's fucking house. Take someone's reputation. It's like Amir said earlier. You take everything from someone, they got nothing to lose. Yeah, that's real. That's dangerous shit. That's all the kids in the hood. Yeah. They ain't got shit to lose. Yeah. Like they're just doing whatever. Yeah. Like when you have nothing to lose, it's, it's a war zone out there. And that's what they're creating for these kids and for these people. Yeah, dude, that, uh, the cancel stuff has to stop. It's got to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, our third and final headline, headline number. And that's for both sides. That's not one yeah, side. Yeah, or yeah. Side. That's anybody. Like, dude, we it's have to get back to a culture period. We have to get back yeah. to a reasonable America where we can, I can look at someone and say, yeah, you know, they're just not my cup of tea. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no big deal. Be fine with not hanging out with someone, but letting them live their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And, Unless and they fuck with your kids. Exactly. Straight into the wood chip. <laughs> Fee first. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to fucking epinephrine. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> We made <laughs> I love the wood chipper. <laughs> like I've seen it at my house. You know, they're doing a bunch of tree work yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah. And like all I think about when I look at it, I'm like, bro, I can't wait till I'm president. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I think all about, there. bro. I'd be on the White House lawn, my motherfucking wood chipper. Oh, man, man. Wind the motherfuckers up. You touch a fucking kid, you fucking cut a kid's penis off, you do any of this shit, get in line, bitch. It's insane. You can get called CPS on for whooping your child. Yeah but get rewarded for chopping off their dick. Bro, Matt Walsh just did a thing on, uh, and I, dude, I, I, you know, I'm not, uh, I think Matt Walsh is very reasonable human for the most part. He's ultra conservative, way more conservative than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but the shit that he decides to take on is real shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, you went to one of his things, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he came into St. Louis. Was it cool? Oh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It so, was fucking awesome. He's so, amazing. So, so, dude, like, for real, here's an example. That guy's way more conservative than me, but I can appreciate most of the shit that he does. And I'm like, all right. You know, uh, that's not my cup of tea, but fuck, I'll, I'll leave that. I'll take this. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. That's how critical thinking works. It's how it should be. Yes. Um, but he, he did a report. I don't know if you saw it about how much money's being made through these trans surgeries. Oh, no way. And also that they're being done as young as 14 and 15 years old. So th- really think about this, bro. Like they don't let you get a fucking tattoo until you're 18. But you can chop off your dick. Or your, or your breast. Or your breast. That's insane. Life-altering decisions Bro, for when you're a kid. we have to take a step back and, and truly collectively think, what do we stand for here in this country? Like, what do we stand for? That is not what we stand for. We do not stand for that. Mm-hmm. We do not. It's wrong. And it's not transphobic. It's not being hateful. It's not being spiteful. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's fact. It's, it's wrong. Look, dude, what would you do I'm asking all of you guys, what would you do if you had a neighbor <clears throat> that you literally saw b- whooping the fucking shit out of their kid in the middle of the street? I'm talking beating their ass. I'm talking kicking them, beating them with a belt. What the fuck would you do? Because I'm going to tell you what I would do. I would intervene. And I would, I would bestow a level of fucking pain on the person doing it that they never experienced in their fucking life. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. And I think most people would at least intervene. Yeah. But you won't intervene 
or say anything about this because it's in a hospital setting the, the hospital. Or because it's a they're, fucking, mis, yeah. they're misguided because the kid is happy this is what the kid wants this is what i want well go 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 you have i know you've looked into this go google detransitioners oh they're there watch the fucking videos L- read what they have to say listen to what they have to say mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking it's sad yeah well guys our third and final headline headline number three uh headline number three reads FBI hero paying the price for exposing unjust persecution of conservative Americans. Uh, I think we talked about this with Mike Glover the other day and how this was uh, supposed to be coming out. So it's out now. Um, and I think, it, I think it's important we, we show uh, appreciation for an American hero, bro. Um, the article reads, bombshell allegations by FBI special agent Steve Friend. I believe that's a pseudonym. Not 100% sure yet. Um, but Steve Friend, contained in a whistleblower complaint filed late Wednesday with the Department of Justice Inspector General, revealed a politicized Washington, D.C. FBI field office cooking the books to exaggerate the threat of domestic terrorism and using an, quote, overzealous January 6th investigation to harass conservative Americans and violate their constitutional rights. Um, Friend, who's 37, a respected 12-year veteran of the FBI and SWAT team member uh, or HRT member, was suspended this past Monday, stripped of his gun and badge, and escorted out of the FBI field office in Daytona Beach, Florida, um, after complaining to his supervisors about the violations. He was uh, declared absent without leave last month for refusing to participate in SWAT raids that he believed violated FBI policy and were a use of excessive force against January 6th subjects accused of misdemeanor offenses. This American uh, hero, the father of two small children, has blown up his dream career because he could not live with his conscience if he continued to be part of what he uh, he sees as an unjust persecution of conservative Americans. He says, quote, I have an oath to uphold the Constitution. He told supervisors when he asserted uh, his conscientious obje- objection to joining an August 24th raid on a J6 subject in Jacksonville, Florida area. He says, quote, I have a moral objection uh, and want to be considered a conscientious objector. A friend who did not vote for Donald Trump in the 2020 election said he told his immediate boss twice that he believed the raid and the investigative process leading up to it violated FBI policy and the subject's rights under the Sixth Amendment to a fair trial an Eighth Amendment against cruel and unusual punishment. Um, in his whistleblower complaint to DOJ Inspector General Michael Herowitz, uh, obtained by the Post, Friend laid out multiple violations of FBI policy involving J6 investigations um, in which he was now involved. Uh, these were a couple of the points. He says that the Washington, D.C. field office is manipulating FBI case management protocol and farming out J6 cases to field offices across the country to create the false impression that right-wing domestic violence is a widespread national problem that goes far beyond the black swan event of J6. Um, Another issue says, as a result, he was listed as a lead agent in cases he had not investigated um, and which his supervisor had not signed off on in violation of FBI policy. Um, They actually took him off of child abuse cases to put him on these J6, um, these J6 cases. Um, that was one of the things he says. Uh, uh, he was removed from active investigations into child sex exploitation and human trafficking to work on J6 cases. And that was a directive sent directly from D.C. He was told that, quote, domestic terrorism 
was a higher priority than child uh, uh, pornography. And as a result, he believes his child uh, exploitation investigations were harmed. Um, So he has multiple things he's laid out in this DOJ report. Um, His top security uh, clearance was suspended last week. um, And uh, he's basically being treated as a domestic terrorist now. So, and this is uh, Steve Friend here. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I'm so tired of the January 6th stuff. It's, it's absurd. After what I saw in 20, after what we all saw in mm-hmm. 2020, with over a billion dollars in damages over two months after the, through all the George Floyd riots, burning courthouses, killing people, running over people, all the harm in the world, and nothing. In a time where Businesses were locked down. You couldn't go in to see your dying grandpa. You couldn't see nothing. But it was encouraged for you to go out in the streets, to mass up and be shoulder to shoulder in these streets to protest for black lives. Mm-hmm. And right after that, every single night, there was always a murder. There was always crimes, businesses being broken into. It just been swept under the rug. But they've been dragging on this January 6th shit for so long. For what? For why? Well, they need a they need an enemy. They got to write the history. They, they have to have a reason to intimidate people into not organizing, into not protesting, into not uniting, and saying, "Hey, fuck you guys." This is their whole their their whole reason for what they're doing is intimidation. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're going to raid people. Here we are, two years later, bro. Most people, like, remember, most people didn't watch January sixth at I, all. I fucking watched it happen. Like I watched it live right over there on that fucking TV that I could see from here. Um, and these motherfuckers were walking in between the ropes. You it was know, like a high school was, field trip, bro. Yeah, it would look walking in. Just, oh, just go on in. <laughs> yeah, you had an old, like, dude, the, people who are unwilling to look at the facts believe that this was some sort of like violent, like crazy mm-hmm. fucking shit. When in reality, dude, they let them in the doors. There's fucking video of it. Opening it right open. Yeah. The FBI, Ray Epps, was deeply involved in, in instigating them even getting in the building. Once they were in the building, the only person that was fucking killed was one of them by our government, who was unarmed, by the way. She was them unarmed. as a protester, you mean? Yeah, them as a, yeah, yeah uh, one of us, a, yeah. a, a fucking American, okay, not a tyrant. Um, and... Then they made up a story that like four police officers were fucking killed. That, that's not true. At that's, all. Not, that's not what happened. It didn't happen at all. They it's a made up fucking They don't narrative. want to release any of the video from the Capitol no, cameras. There's 12,000 hours of surveillance video from around the Capitol that shows exactly what happened that Pelosi will not allow to be released. And we just talked about this on the show the other day. That guy who made the... <laughs> Who made the the technology that allowed people like to track off your metadata? Yeah, so so open this dude, until, yeah. Oh, yeah. this dude made a program on Twitter just a few days ago, and posted it, where he his program can automatically track wherever your photo was taken, and access the security cameras in that area to show you taking the photo in lot. This is a citizen. And you don't think that they have all the proof they need to show you exactly what happened? They're lying to you. And they're lying to you for the reason of perception and intimidation because they realize that what they're doing to this country could cause a revolt. 
And what they're trying to do is create a situation where nobody wants to protest, yeah. nobody wants to get together, nobody wants to unify, because if they do, what will happen? They're showing what they're doing. This is intimidation, dude. This is about scaring people and not saying the truth. This is about scaring people into going along with what's going on. This is the this is the beginning stages of a real dictatorship slash communist country. And kudos to this man who did the right thing uh, to stand up for it. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands of FBI agents that agree with him. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of police officers that agree with him. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of military members that agree with him that are all keeping their fucking mouth shut right now. And you motherfuckers are costing us our fucking country. It's you. Because you're the line. You're the ones with the guns. You're the ones, like this man said, took an oath to the Constitution. It's you motherfuckers that are costing us all of this shit. You took an oath to the Constitution. You're allowing, you're going along with things you know are wrong so you can keep a fucking paycheck. And you're creating pain for your fellow citizen, the people that you swore to protect. Bro, I'm sorry. That is weak ass pussy shit. It just is. It is. He yeah. didn't even vote for Trump. <laughs> you don't have to. It's not about who you vote for. He knows for. what the fuck it is. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've always said, like, you know, the left, it seems like one thing I can respect, quote unquote, respect about the far left is that for the most part, they do keep it real and, and they're vocal about what they want and what they need. And some of these trans men have bigger balls than some of the people on the right who say, I want freedom, well, I want this and that, the reason but they're not that saying is, anything. But the reason that is, is because there's a double standard of accountability. And persecution. So, so that, That's fair too. Yeah. yeah so, if I, so if I, a white dude who looks like what they label some sort of fucking toxic masculinity, far right fucking, you know, uh, <clears throat> say, hey, this is fucked up and blah, 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 blah. And I stand for, like, I'm a domestic terrorist. That's, yeah. I'm under investigation. I'm on a fucking list. But the trans people, like we said earlier, they can literally fucking say whatever Anything. the fuck they want. I'll just start calling them the same shit. You're, you're a domestic terrorist pedophile. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Fuck you. It's unfortunate well, that people can't speak up, though. Even if they want to, like, you do have to keep an account, you know. If I do speak up, then boom, there goes my bank account. There yeah. goes my access to the bills, the children. Like, it is a lot at risk. That's political persecution. Yeah. And, and dude, they a regular wouldn't have to do that shit if they didn't know. Huh? They wouldn't even have to do any of that if, if they did not know that we were the majority. No, that's right. The propaganda mm -hmm. would not be, it would be if, unnecessary. If, if yeah. we were like, really if we were French fucking, thinking. No, yes, no, no, bro. Yes. If we were, yes. If we were the minority, <laughs> they would just roll in and do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. They yeah. wouldn't need support. Instead of what they're trying to do. And this is what they're doing. And this is why it's important to remember that it, you have to stay peaceful and you have to stay noncompliant. It's, 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 it's peaceful noncompliance. These people are trying to instigate a situation where there's a civil conflict of violence so that they can just roll in and do whatever because that will justify to all of these FBI guys, all of these military guys, all of these police guys that will be enough for them to say, well, fuck, this actually is a problem. Yeah. They just killed 13 fucking liberals at this fucking, or, or drag queens at the store. Like, like, bro, you see what I'm saying? So, they in, so that's why, like, all of you guys listening, this is not about taking up arms. This is a cultural revolution that we need to have. This is about, you know, doing everything the opposite of what they want. They want you fucking fat. Don't be fat. They want you broke. Don't be broke. 
They want you stupid. Don't be stupid. Exact opposite. Do it Yes. All. Do everything that they're tr- like when you see Adidas put a 350 pound fucking fitness model on their fucking commercial. You should probably understand that what they're trying to do is make you weaker so that they can control you more. This has nothing to do with inclusivity. Yeah. This is about normalizing mediocrity or even below mediocrity so that you can be controlled. It's a race. That's all, all the this values is. and morals that we have. And so you stay dependent on all these big corporate organizations because if you are weak, if you are dependent on all these things, they own you. That's it. And that's the end goal. Yes. They want you to own nothing. Because, dude. And be happy. People who are over, heavily overweight like that, what, what else does that come with? Health they get sick. Health issues. Okay. Now they're dependent. That's more money for them. Okay. From what, are these people active or are they inactive? Super inactive. inactive. Okay. So what are they consuming at home? TV. Bullshit. All the shit that's owned by them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they're not t- aspiring for success. Dude, this so is not conspiracy. competition. This is not conspiracy. It's this real is the shit. fucking plan. You have to resist through your own standards. Like when I say personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion, it really is because you're not going to go to jail for being fucking fit. Right, you're not right. going to go to jail for being fucking smart. You're not going to go to jail for making a bunch of money and working to better yourself. Well, like Glover they're says, just going to create self-resilient. Yes, you know they're going to create a situation where um, they can do nothing because they have no power because you're independent. And that's, that's the issue here. So they're trying to push you into dependency for the rest of your life. And some of you listening to this, you might be okay with that. I'm not. You know? Yeah. And if you want the shit to change, become ungovernable in a way that you live your life. Like, I don't need anything from these fuckers. Yeah. True. Well, guys, it is our final segment of the show. And I'll say this too, dude. That's your chance for the rest of you guys who believe this is all bullshit to join in with this. Dude. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Your permission. Like all of you guys yeah. who listen, because there's a ton, dude, who listen to this show and think like, you know, I'm in, a, I'm in this agency or I'm a member of this or I'm a this. And he just doesn't get it because, uh, you know, this is my job and I have a fit motherfucker. They're going to take everything from you, too. Regardless. That's what you don't get. They are going to take it from you, too. So unless you start standing up for what's right, like this man did, regardless of what you politically label yourself, they're going to take your shit, too. You're not. On, they, those people are not on your team. They're really not. No. And the more people realize that regardless of what happens, they're going to take this shit from you. It should be easier for you to just speak up. Yeah. And just say what's on your mind yeah. to, for everyone for, on all sides. To all the gay people listening, the there's trans, like whatever it, it may be, just speak up no. for freedom and your values. Bro, we're all on the same team. Like we really that, are. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, we just want all freedom. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like even like I say this on the show quite often. Mm-hmm. Like even if you look at me and you say, "Dude, that guy's everything they say I am an mm-hmm. extremist or this or that or this," yeah. and you're like, "Fuck, I hate that fucking guy." Whether you like it. Or you don't like it, you're on my team. Yes, that like that's it. Like we're on the same team. So like I can appreciate you don't like me. I'm not your fucking cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But understand that if you don't figure out that it's all of us versus a little bitty amount of them, and we don't figure it out soon, you are going to lose everything forever, and your kids will have no chance. I talk about that when I say I don't have a problem with the N word because people are like, oh, Amir, but. How can you not just be mad when the white person says the N-word gets a word? I'm not going to let a word affect me like this. And I'm fine with having people who want to call me that, that word, because I am for free speech and I am for freedom on the same team as in like you can do and say. You get like, called I, that often? No, not at all. And when you do get called it, what, what race are the people that call you that? Typically black. 
I mean, like, just saying. Like, I, I see it every day with this dude. Every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this dude here speaks out, and he gets fucking punished by his own people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I want people to have <laughs> the right to say what they want to say. Like, if there's a white guy out, out there that just says I'm an N-word, has it's nothing to do with me, cool. Like, I want you to have that freedom. Say what you want to say. Because at the point, at the end of the day, you're not, you have nothing to do with me. Yeah. And I want nothing to do with you, but we can still live our life as Americans and keep it pushing. Kevin Gates, who once said in an interview, <laughs> like, you know, when he, he's outspoken and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm never, like, the only people I really get heat from are niggas. Yeah. He's like, you know what's worse than one nigga? Two, Two niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to participate in this conversation. <laughs> Two of them. I was yeah. dying laughing when I saw that clip. It was fucking it was hilarious. True. It's, I ain't got nothing. That's people the thing. Everybody about, knows it. Everybody knows it. They Black know community it. knows it. They, we, we know it. We fucking, you fucking know it. Talking about white supremacy is the biggest threat in this nation. No, we'll run around down the fucking streets the biggest fucking problem we got right now. All like, these rappers dying. Yeah, but the prop, that, that problem though that you talk about when you say little round round down the street, that's perpetuated by true racism. Okay? That's perpetuated by people in the government who pretend yeah, 100%. that everybody else is racist right. mm -hmm. and that that's the reason of why these communities are suffering. Right. That's the reason these communities are suffering is because they utilize the black communities as a tool yeah. for voting and they intentionally create hardship so they can come in and make promises. Mm -hmm. They have no policy, bro. No. These people never have a policy. If you listen to them campaign, it's always Kamala Harris type bullshit. You, it circles around. Community does, banks are in the community. There's never a real answer. Yeah. There's never a real answer never. on what they're going to do. Yeah. Okay. And so when you when you when these communities finally start to realize this, um, now we're starting to understand what what may be happening here and how to fix it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not it's not little Ron Ron's fault that for forty fucking years in the black community they haven't fucking taken the criminals off the fucking streets. Right. Or yeah. they're still not. Yeah. It's yeah. not little Ron yeah. Ron's fault that. The, the, the money that is promised to these communities for their school systems and their infrastructure and all these things are then robbed, as I used the toilet seat example mm -hmm. earlier, that exact same way from those communities. And by the way, most of the community leaders in these communities are of what race? Black. Okay. And those are the motherfuckers that are actually stealing the money from the people they're supposed to represent and care. Mm -hmm. It's really evil shit. I add on to that though. I understand, like, yeah, it's not Lil Ron Ron's fault, but it's not Billy Bob's down. You know, no, no, no. You yeah. know what I'm Listen, saying? And that's, that's why what I they say. Need that's why I say. Yeah. That's yeah. why I say it's a cultural problem. Yeah, we have to do better. The people, the leaders in the black community. I'm not talking about fucking Al Sharpton. I'm talking about the regular dude who knows this shit is fucked up. Mm -hmm. Who lives in the in their community with the with you know all the rest of the black people. They're all in this community. Those leaders have to fucking come up. That's what we're waiting to keep on. it real. Yeah. And call out the BS, but far often they're not. My mom born and raised in Chicago. I'm like, have you seen your community go down or up? She's like, down. And I'm like, and you've been voting the same way the entire time. And she's like, I mean, yeah, they said they're going to make change. And I'm like, it's been 40 years. Hmm. Are you not going to try something new? Because technically you're insane. Like by definition, That's you're correct. insane. You're doing, the, doing same the same thing, thing over and over, and over again, again. Expecting a different result. You're not getting a damn worth of a different result. Yeah. And the second you have a black person acknowledging that and trying to go get a different result they get shit on oh you're a nigga oh you're uncle tom oh you're a coon it's like bro i'm just trying to try something new because clearly you're the insane ones by letting this go on for time and time again and the reason that you want to try something new is because you recognize the pain that's being inflicted on your own communities exactly like it's frustrating dude because it's uh 
doing the show with DJ for the last couple of years has brought me a new perspective of, of who the actual, like where the hate comes from against the black leaders that try to stand up. Mm -hmm. It comes from the white liberals and it comes from their own community. The white liberals are ruthless. Uh, bro, listen, <laughs> it is. Think of how diabolical it has to be to know white or black, doesn't matter, okay? To know that your plan as a collective is to intentionally impoverish these communities and make them crime filled. Like, when, this isn't like, like, this is the part that people fail to understand. This isn't like one person's strategy or right. this is a collective understanding behind closed doors that people understand. This is what we do in the black communities. We go in and we say this and this and this. Mm -hmm. We send them the money. The money gets kicked back to us. Like, think of that. We'll like make how, these policy changes. Bro, think of how fucking truly evil that really is. But I'm the white supremacist, bro. Right. Look how Patrice Cullors got exposed with BLM. Mm -hmm. That guy brought light today. So look at her. Imagine what every about every other black leader is happening. Mm -hmm. Imagine all the money they're getting, all the kickbacks that's happening. Yeah. Not really recognizing it at all. <clears throat> it's, 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 it's fucked up, dude. It is. Guys, our final segment of the show, as always, we have our thumbs up headline where we show a headline and see if you can get two thumbs up or two thumbs somewhere you don't want them. And uh, with that being said, Real quick, do you guys believe in fucking vampires? Yes or no? Well, I mean, historically, you know, Vlad the Impaler was Dracula, mm -hmm. right? And uh, the reason he was called Vlad the Impaler was because he pulled a page out of Andrew Priscilla's fucking book. <laughs> and he took all the fucking people that he felt were criminals and he cut their fucking heads off and put them on stakes around his castle to send a point. Mm-hmm. All right. And then they created this lore around vampires and Dracula and all this shit. Um, as far as them being real, I would be really honest, bro. Like, I truly believe that we have been completely lied to about what's real, what's not real, what we're capable of, what we're mm -hmm. not capable of, what our brains are capable of, um, what our actual history is. Mm -hmm. You know, who, 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 you know, we're told, oh, there's 12,000 years ago, there was prehistory. We don't know much about that. Motherfuckers, they know. They just they don't want to tell us. Okay. There's all kinds of structures all over the world that cannot be explained. There's, 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 uh, hylogryphs, uh, uh, that are, that are, uh, 8,000 miles apart on the earth. They're the same exactly shit. The same. Saying the same shit. Yes. And all of a sudden, and oh, there was we no don't know travel, about that. bro. There wasn't a way, uh, as far as we know. Right. They didn't there, have boats. Supposedly, yeah. we were taught they didn't yeah. have boats. There's no travel. So how how are they exactly the same? Eight thousand miles apart. So, dude, when you really look into this, you know, and you start realizing, holy shit, dude, like what what do these people know that we don't know? Mm. You know, and that's that's a big that's a big point for me. Like yeah. I feel like. Human beings deserve to know their history. Yeah. The real history. I believe. Unedited, unbiased. Yeah. Just tell like, me what the fuck. You yeah. can't research certain events in history because it's racist or it's right. this or it's that. Motherfucker, we want to know the truth. And humans deserve to know the truth. And I can tell you this. In my lifetime on this motherfucking planet, we are going to know the truth. We are going to know it. As uneasy or painful as that I don't give be. a fuck what yeah. it takes, bro. Yeah. We need to find out the truth, exactly what it is. Yeah, so you, it's unfortunate, though, that because of that, that's why I always try to, with my account, 
show these new perspectives and show in what scenarios we've been lied to or misled because it, there's so much money in it. Mm-hmm. Like, what if there was free energy? Well, now we can never have it. So the second you have free energy, that's like... Let me ask you something, dude. Yeah. Real talk. This is for anybody in the room. Do you truly believe they don't have a cure to cancer? There's a cure. What? After Hold on. After we just described what they do with the antidepressant scenario, after we saw what they did with the vaccine, and now because of the vaccine, people are requiring more medication, like less, anticoagulants right. for the rest of their life. That will double that, by this is how they. This yeah. is how they operate. I, I'd say I so personally they, think there's a cure. It, it, fuck yeah, there's a cure, no, there's bro. Absolutely if you cure. think there's no fucking cure to cancer, these motherfuckers aren't sitting on because it'll take so much money out of their motherfucking pocket. They would rather your aunt, your uncle, your dad, your mom, your fucking eight-year-old niece, whoever, to die from it. You're fucking insane. If there's a cure to cancer, like in a snap of a finger, that's every single dialysis office, all those jobs, every single university research center, a lot of these hospital divisions shut down. There's so much that quote unquote, at stake for a business perspective if there was a cure to cancer. Do you ever notice? Does anybody here ever notice? that all of these people running the shit, like you go research, like who owns the banks and mm-hmm. who the world economic form is. is it, does it, who are fucking people running? Our, do you ever notice that they're old as fuck old. and don't have any fucking health problems? Right. Have you right. ever figured that out yet? Like how old do you really think George Soros is, bro? The motherfucker looks 140 fucking years old. He's yeah. old. And that goes back to the question, do you think vampires are real? I think yes, but not in the, you know, or have fang teeth and I turn into a bat. But I think there are people that, especially with the way abortion clinics are set up, that take the blood of You're infants. talking about the adrenochrome shit. Yeah. Yeah, take blood yeah. of certain babies and it gets funneled down. Because, I mean, there's, there's baby feces in uh, facials that you can get in L.A. Like, there are ways that people have made use of blood bro there was a there was a restaurant in fucking la for or i might still be open oh, I don't yeah know. yeah there was a cannibalistic restaurant like dude the, the the whole thing the whole biblical ideology here is that the the evil operates in darkness yeah they don't come out and say hey guys we're the fucking evil ones like they don't do that because they realize what would happen it's scooby-doo you know what I'm saying? Yes, the they're all that. hiding and they're yeah. pretending to be the moral, virtuous people of this of this world, and they're not. And they're not. That's my problem with the dark web. We all can go down. It would take us maybe a, an hour. Go deep down the, the dark web, find a few boards, go here, go there, and find some, and watch live some really, really messed up crimes. I mean, we can do that in an hour, but they can't find, they can't figure out J6. Right. You mean to tell me that if I were to do something bad, it's like a mall or something. They have my whole life immediately within an hour, but they can't find out how we were able to get to this website. They can't find out who's funding this website. They can't find out who's blocking all the stuff. It's cap. Well, you're 17, so who bought your weapons or? Yeah, look, dude, look, that, my point in and all that long drawn out discussion was, I don't know. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. yeah. Well, look. and like, that's where I've come to the realization. It's like, I don't know because I don't know. We, look, bro, when I look back, and I started reading history. And by the way, when I was in school, I loved history. It was my favorite subject. So I'm very familiar with um, the, the standard historical data that we're taught. Mm-hmm. But for you to think that there's not two sides or three sides to that story. There's always that's, three sides. Like that, that's not something that you ever consider when you're indoctrinated through a school system, right? We're, we're, we're expected to trust our teachers. We're, we're, bro, 
They're not going to lie to us. Look at this. This is an actual book. You mean they're going to fucking print lies in a book? Right. Yes, that's been going on for thousands of years. Like, dude, we really have no idea. idea. We and the really second don't. You question it, you get ridiculed. My yeah. sixth grade art teacher, I never, she woke me up so much because she challenged me. And it was about draw. We were drawing the pyramids. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder who made the pyramids. And she was like, oh, just the slaves did. And I was like, well, that seems kind of hard. Like, can we do that now? And she's like, no. And I was like, well, interesting. Is there any other theory? She's like, no. And just draw, just draw it. And I'm like, well, I can't question it. And she's like, no, slaves made it. I'm like, okay. Hmm. And ever since then, I've always like challenged everything. So I'm yeah, like, why are you telling me? But dude, the minute you start to ask questions about certain events, you know, the, you're, you're all kinds of bad things. Yeah. You're conspiracy theorists. However, you're, guys. You're insane. Yeah. You're fucking, uh, yeah. you know, you're a bigot. You, you're, you, you, you're off your rocker. Like, mm -hmm. like dude, look, man. Like, it, you can't, none of you listening to this show can look me in the fucking eye and say you know for sure what our fucking history is. Yeah. The only thing we're allowed exactly. to challenge is the history of biology, apparently. Yeah. It's five years old. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. You're five you and you say, that. I'm not supposed to have this. <laughs> They're right. Yeah, right. Well, if you look in George Orwell's book, you know, 1984, and you read it, um, he talks about how they use the language to manipulate. And every and, and by the way, they talk about this in Saul Alinsky's book, Rules mm -hmm. for Radicals. They talk about how whatever they say they say the opposite to protect themselves from the accusations of what they're doing. It's a mm -hmm. classic, I know you are, but what am I? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so like, dude, when they call you a fucking racist or an extremist or a bigot, it's because they understand that what they're doing is actually racist, mm -hmm. actually uh, bigoted, and you know, actually they are the extremists. And you know, the real world data backs that up. As I covered on yesterday's show with Linda, if you look at all the mass killings that have happened in this country, the, 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 the shootings, the fucking running over people <laughs> with cars, bro, it's all leftism. All of it. All of it. Every single fucking one of them. So isn't it strange to you that they continually call the right, the, far, the violent extremists, when in reality, where is the violence? I just don't know where it is. And you can't mm -hmm. find it. You can't see it. And the shit that they have been able to show is manufactured. Mm -hmm. So who's really the party of fucking violence yeah. and who's really the party of tolerance? And that's, that's the real. question people need to ask themselves. Yeah. Well, I asked the vampire question because of the thumbs up headline. Uh, thumbs up headline reads, researchers discover skeleton at Polish cemetery that's straight out of a horror film. Quote, such a discovery, especially here in Poland, is astonishing, especially now, centuries later. Pure astonishment, said the research team's leader. So let's get into this. So researchers have recently discovered a centuries-old female vampire held to the ground by a sickle and buried in a Polish village cemetery. The remains of the so-called vampire were found by a team of Torin Nicholas uh, Kopernikus uh, University researchers in Pion, um, a roughly a half-hour drive from the city of uh, I Wish I Was Here. I, uh, I can't help you. <laughs> the skeleton reportedly dates uh, to the 17th century, and it has a sickle around its neck believed to be placed there to prevent her from coming back to life. There was also a padlock on the toe, the researcher said, also attributed to superstitions about how to keep the dead from rising from the grave. The woman was also buried with a silk cap. Uh, which archaeologists thought in, uh, indicated her high ranking in society. A front tooth jutted out of the mouth, a feature that could have raised suspicion that she was a vampire, um, Arca News said. 
Um, quote, such a discovery, especially here in Poland, is astonishing, especially now, centuries later. Uh, it's just pure astonishment. Um, Darius Polinski, the leader of the research team, told um, Polinski told uh, Arco News uh, that there were several methods the superstitious use to protect themselves against the dead who have been accused of being vampires and witches, including cutting the heads off or legs, um, burning, smashing bodies against stone, um, and placing their faces towards the ground. The sickle also could have cut the dead person's head if they tried to rise again. Um, here's a couple of uh, images of the body. There's a hole in the middle of her forehead as well. Um, you can kind of see her teeth there. That's why they thought that, you know, maybe she was a, a vampire. And then that's the sickle that was around the neck with the padlock around the foot. Look, man. <laughs> right. Here's my take. All right. As much as we don't know, yeah. they knew they have no oh, yeah. <laughs> So I was gonna say it's like the whole like Blair Witch trials and everything. Back in the day, they would kill you just the, for the Salem saying witch, Salem Witch Charles. Yeah, like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like they would kill you for saying anything that was a little yeah. off the wall. Yeah. I saw a meme. It was like, like it was like, uh, imagine being a squirter in the 1600s. <laughs> and they fucking burn you at the stake for it. Like, she's possessed. Yeah. She's possessed. Yeah. I don't know, I, man. Yeah, that's a stretch. They, they, yeah. I feel like, yeah, but Andy, they didn't know much. Yeah, I, I, I think this is just like, this person probably was had some like near-death experiences mm -hmm. or did some weird-ass shit in real life, and they're like, yeah, we better fucking handle this. Or took too many shrooms, maybe. Took yeah. one person, did some weird ass shit, and they're gone. But now we live in a society where everybody does weird ass shit, and we're just sitting silent. Yeah. Oh, it's completely normal. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, um, two thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is not what they say it is, <laughs> but it is interesting. It's probably just a person that they thought was bad in real mm -hmm. life, you know, or had powers. You know what I'm saying? Like. Imagine how much shit you could pull on people if they didn't have the internet and didn't know any better and it was 400 years ago. Or Everyone's like, oh, Trump was the worst or Obama. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Imagine if every president had social media. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. please. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. We don't even know what they'd be saying. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, there should be a website that like goes through all the old presidents and makes up fucking their Twitter accounts. Oh, like man. it'd be a hit. Oh dude. my gosh. Yeah. There are accounts like that. Stevie Wonder got a Twitter. Re oh, really? Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, have you seen it? Yeah. Didn't he tweet something like where the bitch is at or something like that? No. Is it something? Um, it might have been a fake one. No, oh. it's a Stevie Wonder Twitter and it's all just keyboard smashes. It's all, <laughs> it's all just. Oh, it's just like random shit? <laughs> oh, man. Come on. So that's fucked up. It's so that's bad. fucked up. I'm going to so follow bad. it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they can't do Stevie like that, bro. <laughs> Stevie's a fucking icon. Come on. They did him dirty. Yeah. Well, guys, that's all I got. Uh, hey, you know, Amir, thanks for coming in, bro. Thank you um, for having me. It's been a ball. It's been yeah, so much dude, fun. I appreciate tremendously your perspective and your opinion on things. And I know it's not uh, the last few years haven't been the easiest for you to do what you do, but you handle it with grace. And, Thank and, you. And uh, it's, it's really cool, bro. Appreciate uh, it. Tell the guys where they can follow you again. Yeah, you can go to amirodom.com, A-M-I-R-O-D-O-M.com. You can find all my socials there. Um, Instagram is amirxodom. And yeah, I'm all around. I'm always here, always trying to give people the tools to rationally share their opinions on tough topics. That's my whole slick. So. You do a great job on it. Thank you. So.
All right, guys. Well, that's the show. Uh, if you like the show, please pay the fee and share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.